Welcome to the second viewing where we view it twice so you can listen once. I'm Kyle. I'm Dan. As always, guys, we're here to talk about Power Rangers this time around. We want to introduce a podcast that we had recently done an off-the-cuff on. However, we thought it necessary to bring this into a first viewing so that we could cover it on a second viewing. Now, we know it's a little unorthodox, a little different than usual. And if you're not familiar with the format of the regular second viewing podcast, we start the first half of the show basically giving our initial thoughts on the movie, things we remember about it the first time we saw it. But we decided since we had this archived episode of Power Rangers, the, the 2007 feature film, by the way, not the 1994 one, <laughs> we decided that... Uh, 17, 2017. Yeah, 2017, sorry. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we wanted to, at the time, I just felt weird about releasing it. You know, we had a couple wobbly pops in us, and we were feeling a little unsure about putting it out, and we had some other things coming out. We were launching the new season, and we were getting but, some new set stuff, so we decided just to save it for a rainy day, and instead of talking about it right now, we decided we're going to actually just cut to that recording we've had. So you're going to hear us intro the show about Off the Cuff, and you're going to be like, what is this shit? And that's why we're talking to you right now about it, because it's going to make more sense. So I think we should leave it at that, guys. Well, now I'm just going to just mention that we got our boy Drew in the studio right here. Oh, I'm we should. just going to take a quick video. Yeah. It's nice to have the whole gang. In case you guys didn't know, the second viewing, of course, is not only myself, Kyle. And Dan. But it's our boy fucking Drew. Drew, look at the camera here. Shout you, out to Drew. We could not do this podcast if it wasn't for our audio specialist behind the scenes, Drew Fitzgerald. If you want to peep game on some of his other works, we be sure to him. check out his Facebook. He's forever and, linked. Uh, check, check out the link in yeah, the description. That's his SoundCloud. Here, he does commissions. That guy will mix and master your shit for sure. Um, anyways, that's just our plug of the week, I guess. But it's our boy, so it's fine. He's a wizard, dude. He has a wizard. Um, he has a beard, so you know he's a wizard. Uh, beyond that, so right now you're just going to hear our thoughts on Power Rangers, and of course, uh, just listen to that, see what you think, see what, you, see what you're feeling about the film, and we're going to basically, we'll come back really quick after that to intro you into the second viewing. So this, as regular podcast, is now going to transition into our first viewing thoughts on Power Rangers. Yeah, so don't feel weird when you hear off the cuff, but let's count it down, should we count it down? So three, two, two one. one. Welcome to the second viewing. Roll up your sleeves, pour yourself another drink, because this is Off the Cuff. I'm Dan. And I'm Kyle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of The Second Viewing. Things might not seem that different to you right off the bat here, but trust me, there's some really good stuff coming your way. Right off the bat, what we have to say is there will be episodes of Off the Cuff, this show where we watch movies for the first time and talk to you about it every single Monday. And better yet, every second Friday, we'll have podcasts talking about movies the first time, taking a break, and talking about movies on the second viewing. The emphasis of this channel and the show. Now that's the good stuff coming to you, but Daniel, what are we talking about on this particular episode tonight? Well, today is always on Off the Cuff. We're going to give our thoughts off the cuff, but what's different <laughs> is it's going to be on a fan favorite as far as we're concerned. Um, actually, a reboot on a fan favorite. Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah. Um, which is the new Power Rangers film. Oh, gosh. I mean, okay, before we get into this exact film, Daniel, what, what is your history with the Power Rangers? If you have one or if you don't have one, just tell me. Uh, I guess I've always liked the Power Rangers. I used to have action figures or figurines or, right, yeah. you know, whatever toys. you might call them, toys. Um, 
I like I like always like the movies. Um, I like the TV show growing up. Uh, Power Rangers were definitely a part of growing up for me, but uh, I was way more invested in things like Pokemon. I right. think I was even more invested in Digimon, if you can believe it. Honestly, that's, <laughs> a, that's honest almost a shot fired as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, so when would you say you um, you waned off or uh, fell out of the Power Rangers sphere, the hype wagon? Um, early 2000s. Okay, okay, okay. Like uh, maybe 2005-ish. Oh, wow, okay, like, okay. So uh, maybe, maybe around that time is when it started like declining for me. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, like, so which was like grade five ish for okay, us. Grade great. four, grade five. We had the luxury of kind of remembering our grades from the year. <laughs> so it'd be like grade four yeah. was 2004. Grade, well, five, grade, does, grade four was 2004 and five. Right. But it started off being. Yeah, started off. So it, that's how I remember things looking in the past. Yeah, Anyways, that's very here. besides the point. Um, myself. Um, I've been a long time Power Rangers fan. Oh, I I know. <laughs> For years and years. Um, well, we've always watched Power Rangers, though. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I can't say yeah, it's... Yeah. Like, it uh, weaned off for me. I've always been a fan, but it's always been present. I've, I've, I was the kind of person that definitely watched Power Rangers up until... Power Rangers SPD, if you're familiar with that series. And, um, it's like fucking 2008? Yeah, around there. I watched a lot <laughs> of it up until then, and then I stopped watching, and then... About two years ago, I discovered this guy on YouTube and fucking Channel Awesome and all these on the internet. His name is Linkara. You guys, if you guys happen to be watching this and you're not our friend, you probably know who Linkara is. He's pretty <laughs> famous on the internet. He does these things called the History of Power Rangers, where he does like these fucking like hour and a half oh. long retrospectives. Yeah, you've shown of, me this shit of every season. Actually, and I remember you showing me an episode of it where you. You, he predicts a movie coming in the future. Exactly. Like and and yeah. I really like those because they're the kind of thing where you can just sit back and watch that hour and a half thing and not have to watch the whole season. And so... It's like Dragon Ball Kai, but better. It's kind of like Dragon Ball Kai. The guy's kind of annoying. I'm not going to lie. No offense, Lakai. You're probably a cool guy. I respect you, but... I can't watch all of you all day. <laughs> Anyways, um, that being watch said, all, of us all day either. No offense. No, no, guys, don't. Honestly, don't even try. That being said, overall, I've tried to keep up with Power Rangers over the years, and leading up into this movie, I was nothing but excited because, I mean, how could you not be? It's Power Rangers. Like the mo like the show itself okay, is so it. cheesy and so campy. I will straight up say I was not expecting much from this movie. No, I was like, ex one, like I was not expecting one like bar none from this movie. I but think I got I gotta I gotta say that <laughs> okay, okay, okay back when this show started to decline for me, or when the Power Rangers in general started to decline for me, it was when a I was seeing them everywhere, fucking kind of annoying for almost anything. I mean, take a great right, thing and right, put it right. everywhere, and I'll probably start to like it less. That's just the way things go. You know, too much of yeah, anything it's is oversaturation. Not good. Yeah, yeah, you're like fuck. I'm good on that. And then. The thing was, the TV show was so action-friendly. It's like, they, for every four words that any of the characters said, especially the Yellow Power Ranger. Um, wow. Sorry, I don't like the Yellow Power Check Ranger so much. Check your privilege on that one. She fucking would have like six dance moves or like six arm motions for every word she said. It I was just like, want to straight up say that. Do, 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 do. Hey, how's it going? Do, 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 do. How are you? Do, 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 do. For the record, the Yellow Power Ranger is not always a she. I just want to clarify that. 
Okay, for a good point. Uh, yeah, I remember that at one point it was a dude. Yeah, I okay, I feel that. you. I'm just bugging you. I feel you. I think there is honestly an age gap. There's a point in time where you realize the show's not like badass and it's just kind of cheesy. There comes a time in every kid's eight life when it's yeah, like for Power sure. Rangers isn't about the action. It's just kind of goofy. I feel like yeah. I, I mean, it, for, you get for me, for point. whatever reason, uh, that was. It started becoming yeah. very lame for me very quick. I thought it was goofy for a very long time. In fact, I still do, but I, I got to this point where I just started to feel very nostalgic for the show. And it was one of those early, like, this whole series, this whole fucking universe is very, uh, some of my earliest memories, honestly. Waking up at Saturday morning at 6 a.m. every week to watch Power Rangers and, like, yeah, the show sucks, and I'm not here to tell you guys that the show is good, because please take my word for it, it's not. <laughs> I just, it's one of those shows that I still have the fucking nostalgia goggles on for, and I'll fucking turn it on from time to time, and, you know, I'll Fair enjoy enough. it as some background noise. Hey, That's as long I'm as you can it. separate, you know, the the quality of TV production or film production from nostalgia, like, <laughs> I can appreciate it. <laughs> Power Rangers is no Game of Thrones. I just need to make that clear. <laughs> And so going into this movie, this is a reboot, like you said, Daniel, I had a lot of fucking, I don't even know, I, I didn't know what to think. It's just- Like it's, the little boy in you was pumped, but yeah. the, the, the fa film fanboy in you was kind of like, fuck. It's strange because <laughs> you hear so many people complain about Ghostbusters or like, um, fuck, I don't know, what's some other like reboots that have happened lately? Like, I feel there's been a lot, but I just can't think of them right now. No, hell, yeah, hell, even Booty and the Beast or like- Things that are just repurposing. Well, there's already... been a lot of reboots in the last 10 years. Exactly. Uh, but I would say, like, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that, you know, older generations that loved are, are not necessarily loving now. And to me, it's like when people would criticize that, I'd be like, hey, come on, guys. They're trying to do it different. Like, give it the benefit of the doubt. But right. what? But like kids in, you know, 12 year old kids exactly. today are going to love this Power Rangers movie. But, like, I will be hypocritical in the sense that when I heard this Power Rangers movie was coming out, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> That's my Power Rangers. How are you doing this to me? And so I kind of got that fucking nonsensical mentality. And no, I don't fucking really agree with it or can, or like, I don't know. I don't, I don't um, agree with it, but I felt it. I really it's did. A <laughs> it's a tough thing to reboot. And for a lot of different series, not necessarily the Power Rangers, because first of all, you have to stay with that sort of kid-friendly, whimsical yes. type feel. Right. But how are you going to appeal to the guys that loved it when they were kids and are now adults? Mm. Uh, it's a very fucking tough balance. And I would say yeah. you're basically probably the safe bet as far as Hollywood or any movie production is concerned in that realm of in that realm of film. You're going to lean towards the kid side of things. You're going to go... Okay, well, okay, we might piss off the Kyles and Dan's who loved this back in 2000, early right. 2000. But you're taking a chance on the new generation. But right? Yes, exactly. But we might spark the interest of Power Rangers with the youth, and we might still kind of hold on to that nostalgic feel with the Kyles and Dan's of Honestly, the world. Honestly, in hindsight, even after seeing this movie, I think that's the right way to go about it. I think it's fine to make something for a new generation. Hell, it's been fucking over 20 years. Why not? You know, like, it's t right. enough time has passed. Like, give, make make some new kids have interest in this franchise and, and make yeah. them feel the same way maybe I did when I was a kid. So Yeah, I think I, that's fair. I, I can feel that. I get that. I'm not too fucking butthurt about this. I'm really not. I think it, yeah, I think it would but, be but unfair I, for us to expect any, no, any more than but that. But I would be lying if I didn't feel 
some sort of apprehension when I first heard hearing this announced. I was like, really? It's a, it's uh, a touch of heartbreak. A little touch of but, heartbreak. But anyways, right? but anyways, that the initial thoughts aside, this movie. I'll get into the, the plot briefly, just very briefly. Okay. And um, so this movie, of course, is I guess a superhero movie in a sense. It's a, it's an action film with magical elements. Well, they, I mean. Earl from me, Earl and the Dying Girl. I don't know his actual name. Uh, his uh, CJ. CJ something or other. RJ R- 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 Kyler. He so. plays what? Blue Ranger. Yeah, the Blue Ranger Billy. Billy. Um, so yeah, I mean, so shout out to an old shout out to an old TSV episode. By the way, uh, check out the podcast episode number twenty four. <laughs> okay, roughly twenty. Keep game so on that. Me, Earl and the Dying Girl. Great flick. Um, <laughs> But uh, Billy does refer to uh, uh, the group of rangers that he meets in this movie as superheroes. It's true. So I guess, I mean, honestly, in this day and age, sure, why fucking not call it a superhero movie, right? Like, well, I mean, techni- like, I mean, what what is a superhero to you? To me, it's a guy with powers and helps or, or fights for the greater good. And how so, these I guys mean, are wearing, be, they're wearing cheesy-ass outfits, of course, they're superheroes. And <laughs> they've, I mean, not, not that they necessarily have powers. I'd say that most of their personalized abilities come from their suits however without their suits they still have gained strength i'll and get into abilities. That. i'll get into that right yeah I'm sure you <laughs> fucking will. so um so anyways we have five teenagers with attitude if you will five teens with <laughs> two, five t- angsty teens um and um essentially you're introduced in separate ways and they're all people who are essentially um outcasts and maybe extras from the breakfast club from 1984 as far as I i'm bet concerned you that's how they fucking advertise this they should have advertised this movie it's literally five the breakfast angsty club angsty teens that come across four f- or five fucking coins am i wrong but the, is the detention room not the fucking breakfast club it's it is the breakfast club oh yeah it's true it totally is it's, uh, that was kind well, of flame but again any kid watching this would not get that or make that connection so it's, honestly that's that's okay in my mind to be honest <laughs> so yeah, i guess kids who love this movie might watch the breakfast club i don't I know i fucking honestly doubt that to be honest maybe, maybe just maybe anyways so we have these five outcasts kind of like um othered kids kids you know have troubled pasts whatever i'm not even going to get into each of their own issues because they loosely fit into a group yeah they loosely fit into a group they have their own you know backstories that are negative i suppose it turns out that they find these power coins which is the canonical term i will i will say that right now it is they did leave <laughs> the fact uh out that uh the reason they find these coins is through billy and billy right. finds out about these coins through his dad's ad- misadventures or adventures yeah and that's kind of interesting there's some backstory to this and i don't want to spoil too much but the write-off lore from this movie is canonically incorrect and it irked me but i'm just a fucking nerd and so i'm not going to bring it up right now yeah well, <laughs> Listen, we're not gonna go Harry Potter nerd on your ass over here. We're not gonna. We're not gonna talk about um, what was that? Beasts, Fantastic Beasts, and where to find them? Yeah, we're not gonna turn out like the guys who criticize that fucking our review of that movie. Because listen, I don't care if you read twelve books to find out all that bullshit lore. Dude, it's only eight. If whatever or seven, it's only oh, seven. Seven books plus fucking online lore. G- <laughs> online lore websites that oh you have to troll through the internet to find. I don't care how much of that shit you read. If I watch the movie and it's not a good movie, it's not a good movie. Yeah, That's I how agree the fuck you. it is, okay? So we're talking about movies here. We're not talking about the fucking twelve thousand pages of I lore will, that I you've will read. like as you bring that up, I will say that this movie 
only covers the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is technically the first three seasons of the show in its entirety. So right, if and you, that's it, what the first two generations of Power Rangers. Just the first one. Just the first one. The first generation of Power Rangers. Just the first generation. So that's from like fucking ninety three to ninety six, I think. No, but I mean like uh, first group of Power Rangers, or that's the first two groups of Power Rangers. Um, and the way they set up these characters based on their names, it's the first group. I don't want to get too technical. If they had different names, then it would maybe be the second group. <laughs> right. Okay. Because in the first oh, fuck in the first series. Some of the characters, Trini, uh, Zach, and uh, the, the fuck the other one other ranger leave, and they they're swapped by other actors and um, people with different names, and they're but they keep the same ranger power and color. Fuck, I don't even know where I'm going on right now. <laughs> Just to answer your question, it's the first. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, yeah. So it's based off the very beginning of the show and some small background. If you don't know already. Power Rangers, the American show itself, or the English show itself, is based off a Japanese show called Super Sentai, in which they actually just grabbed the Japanese fighting footage and filmed American footage and spliced it together to create a new show that was cheap to make, easy to produce, and was well received. So they made it for fucking years to come. And to the f- and I to actually the- didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. To no. this day, they do the same thing. Super Sentai still runs, and they take the action scenes where the Rangers are in their suits, and then shoot the live action scenes with the actors and splice it together. Because it's that's just- why it's all overly animated. Exactly. And- uh, exactly. I'm the Yellow Ranger. I'm surprised you didn't know that, but that that is that's how it's always been, except for the Power Rangers of the movie, which we have right here. Uh, released in 1995 that was the only time they actually straight up just shot everything because they had a larger budget i'm getting ahead of myself already here anyways this movie features these five teenagers with attitude who have the red power the yellow power the pink power the blue power and the black power and they have the the classics yes the classics and they have these power coins that give them powers out in the real world, and they're stronger, they're faster, they can jump far. Wait, did you mention yellow, yellows in this? Movie? Yes, yellow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow, pink, red, blue, and black. Yeah, so the five rangers. Um, and they're led by the leader Zordon. <laughs> this, is, this might be the dirtiest episode since the Pokemon, Pokemon podcast. Good old Zordon. <laughs> and also assisted by my favorite character, Alpha 5, voiced by Bill Hader in this movie. Oh, love Alpha 5. I love Alpha 5. Great. That's my boy. Ay, 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 ay. Love it. Fucking killed it. Bill Hader killed it in this movie. I was down with it the whole time. So basically. Just like Bill Hader in general, though. So. I actually do. That guy's fucking tight, honestly. Yeah, I love Bill Hader. Um. Also, Brian Cranston tight. Also, Billy Cranston. That's not his name in the original series, but they gave him the last name Cranston in this movie, I guess, as an homage to the guy who played Zordon, which is a weird Easter egg, but kind of still weird, honestly. Just also, Billy, fun, fun fact, um, Brian Cranston actually voiced some of the monsters from seasons one to four. Like some of this, the weird monster voice is like, ah, ha, ha. Oh, if really? you go back and watch some of the certain ones, you can totally tell it's Brian Cranston. Really? Like fucking the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. That's fucking hilarious. It's <laughs> a random fucking fun fact for you guys out there. Um, anyways, so they're led by Zordon. They're assisted by Alpha 5 and their big um, baddie they have to fight is Rita Repulsa, who's been locked for 5,000 years. I'm free. She doesn't say that. Is in the it five thousand? No, sixty-five million. Five thousand five hundred. Should I play? Can I play the theme song live? On, I think it's on the cast. Are you talking about the original show? Or are you talking about? I'm the just movie? talking the straight up the original show. 
Okay, the original show, I'm sure it's different. But in the movie, they played off as 65 million years. Okay, well, honestly, can you just keep talking for like two seconds? Because so, I'm going to play this. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. 10,000. 10,000 years, I'm free. <laughs> that is Rita Repulsa saying that for you. Rita Repulsa, by the way, is played by fucking uh, Elizabeth Banks, known from uh, <laughs> uh, Pitch Perfect fame. <laughs> oh, fucking great. <laughs> also, dude. Zach and Miriam make a porno featuring Seth Rogen. What? Remember that movie? Yeah, I Zach remember that Mary? movie. I don't remember her. She's like the main girl, Zach and Miriam. Mary? Really? The blonde hair girl, yeah. That's that. She was Rita Repulsa in this movie. What? I'll pull up a fucking photo. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not joshing here. Over my fucking. Well, head. I, I'll I, I'll stay straight up. This movie better makeup than Suicide Squad. This should get an Oscar. Totally agree. <laughs> that's all I got to say <laughs> on that. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's pretty much all the fucking setup. We're not gonna say anymore because the rest is yeah. This chick right here, Elizabeth Banks. That's Rita. Oh Paulson. yeah. Okay. Anyways, um. Yeah, we're not gonna say anymore because it's just fucking spoilers. I guess more or less, Daniel. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. Well, you did not really enjoy this movie. Well, it's a nostalgic film for you. <laughs> I was uh, less of a fanboy of Power Rangers so than tell, you. So tell me, but make a nostalgia aside, you know, what did you think of the movie? Nostalgia aside, I liked the setup. Um, I liked the character development to a degree. Uh, Jason pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> the Red Ranger. If the you Red will. Ranger pissed me off. Um, <laughs> everyone else, I was like, all right, okay. Uh, it vaguely, like, it vaguely reminds me of Power Rangers, and I get. I get how the group has come together and they came together in a, a, a slightly interesting way. Like they, it's not as if they all knew each other before. Uh, there were some vague connections, but there was also the fact like, I don't know who you are and I don't know why you're hanging out at this specific mine. Right. I liked how they connected. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I liked how uh, their story originated. Um, I thought Billy really facilitated that for me for the most totally, part. Totally, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought... Uh, Billy was a great actor in this movie. He pulled it together pretty well. Um, I also liked uh, well, the we Pink like that Ranger. Guy, we? we like that guy overall. Yeah, I'd say. CJ, what, whatever his name is, CJ Kryler. Like, Kryler. Um, I, I generally like that guy. Yeah. So I, th I think, I think his acting was good. Uh, I think he pulled it together in this movie. I think he made it work for the origins. Uh, or sort of the character development parts of the movie, I thought that was maybe a little bit dragged out. I enjoyed it, but I thought maybe it was a touch dragged out. Um, I, I, yeah. I kind of... I, I, I thought if Jason, a.k.a. the Red Power Ranger, was is going to be the leader, which we all know if you, if you are fans of the Power Rangers series or have watched Power Rangers before that the Red Power Ranger is the leader, if he was going to be the leader then you should have made him a little bit more enjoyable or spent more time on his story. I know the opening scene was about him, um, but it wasn't good, and it didn't give me a whole lot of lead into his character because he kind of just seemed like a dick Well, and I, an annoying kind of fucking asshole. I will I will agree with you on that. I, like do, I do think... Well, I disagree a little bit. I think they gave him enough screen time and they gave him a proper setup, but... He wasn't likable. I will agree with you on that. He was totally unlikable. I think at the end of the day, he wasn't likable. And as a leader, you didn't really feel that from it. In fact, you kind of felt it from every other ranger but him. Yeah, I liked every single other ranger except him. He was the guy who had the most generic personality. I, I will also say that I think at the very beginning, I was scared that I would find Billy or RJ Kyler a little annoying because he seemed a little like... 
a little too nerdy for a second. Billy? Yeah. But over time, I really grew to like him. And not yeah. even grew to like him, but over time, he just impressed me, I guess I'd say. Right. And he yeah. didn't end up being what you what you feared. Yeah. The first, like, couple minutes he was on screen, I was like, oh, God, I hope this guy isn't that annoying. Yeah. But then he, 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 he was fine. I liked him. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess maybe I'll say what I think about this movie. I think as a Power Rangers fanboy to a degree, I liked this movie. I, I'll be honest. I liked every minute of it. I get that. Yeah. As a movie goer, this movie's fucking terrible. I'll be honest with you. It's really bad. Yeah. It's a bad movie. Like it's, it's, it's the kind of movie. How do I describe this? We've, we've had a lot of movies based on like action figures and stuff take a look at fucking gi joe or battleship or just some other shit that's happened in the past couple years past 10 years but i will honestly say that this movie at least attempts to give that source material justice okay i i I agree with you i don't necessarily think it's a good film but like you're saying the setup is good enough they really at least give it a fucking solid attempt yeah, and I would add that, okay, for anyone to expect anything better than a C, C-plus movie out of the Power Rangers, uh, yeah, I mean, you're your not hopes looking, are in the wrong place, yeah, okay? You're, you're not looking for that. The, I mean... You're not going to get is it. If, <laughs> if, if, we're, if I lived, or if I was uh, this age in 1995 and I went to theaters to watch uh, this Power Rangers movie, I probably would have thought less of the Power Rangers than I do after seeing this movie, if that kind of makes sense. It's I interesting. think that this uh, this rendition of it in today's day is better than the rendition in the 1995 I totally, in that day. I actually just fucking flat out agree with you. I think this movie we watched tonight is honestly straight up better than this garbage. I yeah. fucking honestly think that. Cause I this, think it's better. Because this movie right here is pandering to an audience this movie we watched tonight is trying something new sure it fucking fails in a lot of ways but but it's trying to incorporate a new crowd exactly and i think in a lot of ways if i was fucking 10 years old and i saw this movie tonight i'd be fucking stoked on it i agree and at the end of the day that's all i can really fucking judge it on if i was to judge it very critically i'd honestly sadly be giving away some spoilers there's some horrendous product placement in this movie maybe the worst i've ever seen in a movie period and it makes me want to cry in fact we almost went and got donuts just for this episode but they were fucking sold out at tim hortons and <laughs> no, I, they just I, didn't they weren't sold out they just didn't have any i so. don't yeah we don't get into it and in fact the sad thing is me describing that gives away the plot and that alone should tell you how bad the product placement is. But uh, that all aside, guys, if you're looking for a fucking stupid action movie that sure drags along in some moments, but if it gets the point across and fuck, it sets itself up for a really good sequel because I actually really liked the end credit scene. You went to the washroom and unfortunately missed it, but I quite liked it. <sighs> but okay so if you yeah. want a little bit of nostalgia a little bit of action and nothing too serious this is the movie for you right um, okay, well, assuming that, be- that you're a, a power rangers fan well, th- i was gonna say that being said i genuinely think if you're a power rangers fan going into this you'll probably like the movie enough you might not love it but you'll probably like it if yeah. you're not a fan you almost know nothing about power rangers you'll probably be like this is a shitty fucking transformers ripoff <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 okay. I get that. I understand. Honestly, understand that. It is. It uh, it's 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 dry. Don't expect anything more. I did. I certainly didn't when I watched the 1995 version, um, and I was a kid. So, 
I mean, to be honest with you, it's, uh, it's, d don't expect the world from it. Don't expect Inception. Don't expect, yeah, uh, don't, don't fucking, expect a fucking Quentin Tarantino. This ain't movie. no Logan, am I Dude, right? Don't expect Logan. <laughs> I mean, this is, uh, no. it's, it's a Power Rangers, Power Rangers movie. It's going to stay true to its roots, which I think I appreciate I th overall. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate the new take. So uh, I I think I would justify what we talked about in the car of your two and so, a half out of five stars. <laughs> okay. Your 50% rating. Two and a half. I, I give it a solid two and a half five stars. And I know that might seem low to some people, but I think that's an honest fucking rating. I think that's fine. I think it's fair. After talking about it a little bit more, I think it's fair. In the car, I wanted to give it a little bit lower as initial impressions, but I don't you know. I, not, I think okay. I'm not uh, trying to say it, it's a fucking great movie, but it's definitely not shitty. But I have to also give the props to uh, whomever directed this. That uh, it's our you, it's our boy uh, Dean Israelite. If if you were gonna t <laughs> if you were gonna take on this movie project, would you really try to make it a serious, gritty, oh, um, quality movie that appeals to what what our audience is, which is uh, an older demographic looking for a little bit higher quality of filmmaking? No, you're not gonna cater to that crowd because this is a fucking genre and. Uh, Dude, this and, guy <laughs> and series that's not meant for that crowd. Honestly, this whole movie makes sense to me. This guy directed Project Albadak, which is literally a chronicle ripoff. I guess oh. much of a chronicle ripoff you could ever make. <laughs> and honestly, knowing this right now, the whole movie makes sense to me. I saw it too enough. I still, I still stand by that. Would okay. Final thoughts. Would you recommend this film? Just generally speaking. Uh, generally. Uh, all in all, like. It just did just generally. I guess no, not really. I'd recommend it if you're a Power Rangers fan. If you weren't a Power Rangers fan, I'd say don't go see it, man. Yeah, honestly, it hurts me to say this, but I feel the same way. Generally speaking, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you're a fan, I know you'll get something out of it. In fact, there's a few fucking Easter eggs. that I got my dick hard for this movie. I was feeling good <laughs> yeah. about it. There's a few little things that I really liked about it. And I don't want to get too spoilery about it, but if you're a fan, fuck it. You haven't even watched this review. You've already seen the movie. I know you like it. Yeah. So fuck it. That's that's honestly, it's one of those movies. It's we live in this age of fandom, and if you're a fan, you probably are gonna like it enough. Yeah, and it's so like uh, Fantastic it. Beasts and Where to Find Them. If you're a super huge Harry Potter and you've read every fucking twelve million. No, honestly, fan I still websites. fucking I still say that movie fucking sucks. Cause I've seen every one of those movies. And that movie made no sense to me. Yeah, the movie so makes no sense. So that's different in my opinion. But maybe if you're a, a fan <laughs> I fucking guess. horror, like, you'll get a kick out of it. That's the breaking point. Okay? Right. If okay, you're going to okay. get a kick out of it I, and you're a hell of a fan, I'll recommend it. Um, if you're not a hell of a fan and you've just seen the other eight movies like us, then uh, yeah, fuck I'm not going to recommend I'm it. I'm not getting into that. I'm already mad you just bring that up. Anyways, guys. Fuck Fantastic Beasts and Where to Fuck. That's been Power Rangers, the 2017 reboot. If you guys want to check us out for more content, please look at our Instagram. And we're back, folks. So what we just had there, of course, was the first half of this podcast done a little differently in the way that we just plopped in basically a previously recorded off the cuff on this film, of course, the 2017 reboot thing of Power Rangers. So what you right. just heard essentially was our first viewing thoughts in an off-the-cuff manner. Right. We're treating our unreleased off-the-cuff as our first viewing because we did want to talk about this movie a little bit more. So we have just 
gone back and watched it. We just watched it. For a second time a fr- here. A, a fresh viewing, it feels like, in a way. Very fresh. Because um, the first time we saw this movie is clear, is a little blurry in our memories for a little, couple different reasons. A little toasty, yeah. We were, That's fine. Yeah. Besides the point, uh, we just revisited good old Power Rangers. And um, I think we've got a few things to talk about. So, Dan, initial, initial thoughts on this film. Firstly, my impression of it overall when I watched it the first time, uh, I, th- I thought it was, you know, good. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it wasn't great, but it was good. And that's kind of what I was expecting. This time around, wow, my, my, the way I view this movie just fell to the ground. Man, it like, fucking collapsed and crumbled. I know you, you, it's, you it's, got into it for weird reasons, but I, for me, I was like, wow, this is fucking shit. The first half of the movie, or actually three quarters of the movie pretty much, are fine. They're good. It's That was what, what I was expecting. But then when we hit the end and we start to see some of the action, and sorry, spoiler alert, guys. I think we should just drop it right now. Oh, it's fine. We're second half. We're, this yeah. is free game. This oh, is free game. Spoiler, boy. But... It it crumbled. Uh, there's so much Krispy Kreme action going on. Well, there's not enough Krispy Kreme action in my Is there opinion. a rapper named Krispy Kreme? <sighs> Krispy Kreme. Not that I know of, but honestly, there's probably. a rapper for like any name out there, to be honest. True. If yeah. you ever think, is that a rap name? It probably is a rap name. All right. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Anyways, um, what did you think of, what was your overall impressions well, of Power I'm Rangers? I'm a bit more curious. Like, What about this end of the film did you not like? Uh, product placement, uh, what's her name? The blonde chick who plays Rita Repulsa was repulsive and not in a good way. She, she, she was like a, a non-convincing, non-scary, non-threatening villain is what I thought. Right. But was she um, goofy? She was goofy. I'll get into that later. Yeah. Okay. Classic <laughs> Rita Repulsa here. But, okay. Yeah. The whole movie was goofy, but I think the goofiness, like, I don't know. It, it had a different effect on me towards the end. I didn't like it as much. As soon as they got into their stupid mecha fucking Zoid things, I think I think it's. It was like, <sighs> hear me out. Tell me if this is right. If I think what we thought originally at this, like viewing this film, was a lot of the first portion of the movie, where we just thought it was like a decent like uh, origin story for some superheroes, yeah. basically. Yeah. At the very bare minimum, in a way. Yeah. If you really break it down, it's kind of what it is. Um, and we forgot a lot about it, these like action set pieces near the end of the film. And I think because of that, we didn't really notice the tonal change in the film. And I'm going to call this uh, Kong Skull Island Syndrome, where the movie doesn't know what the fuck it wants to do. And uh, because of that, like as stupid as the action stuff at the ending is, it just, how do I put this? It, it feels so far removed from the rest of the movie. And even parts of it I think are kind of entertaining just because they're fucking ridiculous. It just feels so unwarranted because the rest of the movie is like kind of coherent. It makes enough sense. Again, it's not perfect. It's not great. It's it's passable. It's fine for what it's trying to do. But you're right, man. The end of this movie gets really fucking weird. It's like like the whole movie is an origin story. And then the last five seconds, they like shove all this other shit. They're like, oh, by the way, we had to cram this in for a minute. And like, honestly, I'm not trying to be the kind of person that harps on like visuals a lot. Because, you know, visuals aren't everything to a film. In just the same way that story isn't everything to a film. I like. I think it's like, you know... Yeah, it's a contributing factor. It's the gestalt yeah. theory. It's like the sum of all its parts, you know. I really yeah. do think that. But, dude, I just think, like, it's visually, like, 
ab- aggressive near the end. Of it's the movie. obnoxious. There's so many fucking things happening. That's like let the fucking screen breathe for a second. Like it, and it's not even yeah. like it's like these lights shooting everywhere, and it's like this very um, aesthetically pleasing action stuff. It's just like these weird, like ugly colors everywhere, and it, it's true. Man, when when they so get strange. in the fucking Zoids, I feel like they're acting drops. Sorry, man. There's 100%. Zords actually. Zoids is a different franchise. Whatever. It's actually a Japanese animated series that came out in 2004. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> when they get in their fucking Zords, whatever. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. God damn it. When they get in their fucking Zords, man, I swear to God, their acting is so bad. Well, you can tell it's just like terrible green screen. Like they were sitting in a sitting in a chair and they were like making like yeah weird like Whoa, facial movements burr. and stuff. And then like the CGI so of the actual Zords and like the the mecha things, whatever you want to call them, they're they're bare they're bare minimum. They're passable, but when you like on their own, they're passable. But when you put in like actual human beings in it, it looks so weird. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's not the greatest CGI in the world, but it's not the worst. Like if it was just those Zords like walking around, it would look like okay. Do you know what I mean? Well, because you that's that's your only reference at yeah, that point. It's so, fine. It's yeah. like it works. You know, like that's just the quality of CGI in this movie, and you kind of re roll with it to a degree. That's it, man. That's all the, that Krispy Kreme budget could afford. But once you throw an actual human being inside of it, because that's the like the design of the Zords in this movie, it looks so weird. You're right. I don't know, like. I think the point where I started really noticing, or the the visual aspect of the second half kind of really drove home for me was when they're falling into the pit where oh, supposedly yeah. this totally. crystal is and then they re-emerge as the mega droid because they fall in as just individual zords but then they become the and as they raise zord. up like an avalanche of literal shit <coughs> comes across the yeah screen. it's but it's it's so confusing because it it looks like nothing it, no, because yeah, they yeah. give you no reference. It just looks like some moving things on the screen. And like you're I like, said, oh, an I, avalanche of shit. Literal it, it, shit on the screen. 100% it looks like an avalanche really of shit. It's really weird. You would think, like, I remember, um, what film was that? Did you ever watch, uh, like, Fan, Fan Four Stick? Like, the new Fantastic Four that came out, like, two years ago? No. Yeah, no. it's, like, notoriously terrible kind of thing. But the, oh, yeah. the biggest thing about that I always thought was dumb was just the fact that they didn't have their powers and they weren't fan- the Fantastic Four until like the last 20 minutes of the movie. And that is really the same, <coughs> that really is the same case in this movie. Granted, they kind of... I still think it could work that way yeah, in the case of this it totally, movie. I completely but agree. But it's so like even leading up to it, I kind of remembered that. You kind of pointed out, you're like, dude, they haven't even gone on their suits yet. And I'm like, to myself thinking like, I kind of remember that happening, but I also remember yeah. feeling like it didn't really bother me at the time. So I was just hoping, like, okay, well, let's see some action. Maybe they'll be cool in their suits. Um, and it's I just think a lot of the flat. a lot of the movies riding on that, right? Because they are the Power Rangers. They're no, I know they're known for their stupid Zord things, which are stupid. But wow, I don't know if they're stupid. That's a bold statement. Wow, they're stupid as fuck. So Can you tell me why. They look stupid. They're stupid. Any mecha animal, any any anything that's mechanized and is trying to mimic an animal. Fucking sucks. You don't it's like Beast boring. Wars? You ever been to Beast Wars? I actually, I like Beast Wars. Oh, so take but, back your statement, I guess. <sighs> Roasted. Oh, fuck. Roasted. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say right here. I, I don't like fucking Beast. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pass, passing on that. You don't like Beast Wars? No. You just said you did, so I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it back so that I can <laughs> force this point home. If it's a mechanized creature mimicking an animal, fuck off. Don't do it. It's stupid. I think it's stupid. 
Interesting, interesting. Really good. I'm, you're just, just I'm trying to wrap my head around this. You're scouring your brain I'm for just, examples to show me down right I'm now. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this, but that's a personal opinion. I'll respect that. I'll put it there. Okay, thanks. Appreciate that. Um, nonetheless, <laughs> besides all of this, it is it is goofy, and that's kind of... When I look for a Power Rangers movie, like, you have to realize that Power Rangers is like so fucking dumb. Like The concept alone is so stupid that yeah true that like it's hard for me to really be that like <laughs> critical of it because the more i find a scene stupid i'm like well you know what that's power rangers kind of makes sense fucking power rangers see i get that with the shitty teen drama and the weird action moves like yeah with this super exaggerated action moves yeah. which they didn't really actually have a lot of in this movie but as something that's typical of power rangers definitely definitely but like i get that but uh I feel like when they're making a big blockbuster like this, you're you're right. The, yeah. the, the King Kong syndrome. Pick a side. Decide what you're gonna do because you're fucking all over the place. And it's like ridiculous. it's funny because in the first first part of this podcast, you'll listen to us talk about it, and I'm pretty sure in that half I mentioned how I thought it actually did a good job about being totally in the middle properly. Right. But on the second viewing, I can definitely say that's not correct. Fuck no. Everything falls apart as soon as uh, Rita Repulsa hits the uh, gold store. I think it's because a lot for a long time, um, in like the past like five or so years, in a lot of superhero movies, a lot of the time, it's a complaint that like they weren't like a lot of the characters weren't developed. Like maybe one was, but three others weren't. Right. And it's like develop those characters so we care more about them. So when they do go into these epic action scenes, you care about what's happening. Yeah. And I think that's that's a good idea. Well, that I is think, the thing that they succeeded at in this movie. But I think they went overboard with it, to be honest. They spent yeah. an hour and a half doing it, and then by the time they got into the suits, they didn't really put money or care into that. So, sure, like, we oh, cared fuck. about... I actually kind of ended up liking all these kids, to be honest with you, but I could care less about the Zords at this point, or I could care less about mm-hmm. saving the Zeo Crystal, which they give you no information about. In all honesty, like a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we have no idea why the Zeo Crystal controls all life on the planet. We don't. We have well, no idea. I mean, if you really want to know, it's because it's a part of the morphing grid, and you see, the morphing grid is kind of like the link to all life forms on Earth, especially those who right. possess power. Is it a mechanized thing in the shape of an animal? It's actually not. Good. <laughs> but you know, glad. <laughs> it's like it's a little weird in that sense, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's little things in this that, of course, I'll, I'm biased towards because I like Power Rangers. Of course, I get that. I can, I'll fully disclose that. That's fine. This film? But at the end of the day, just, it's still... Um, it's weird for me to say... I can't, like, I'm, still, I'm so in the middle about this still, to be honest. Like, it's hard for me to say I, I dislike, and it's hard for me to say that I, I loved it. I'm, I'm really in the middle on this, which is where they should have been taking their themes, is all i got to say. They... Oh, the thing is, I think I, I don't think they were trying to do anything but land straight in the middle, and I think they fucking failed at it with the latter half of the movie, like the last twenty minutes, basically. Yeah. Like if Star Wars is a movie that pats fanboys on the back and says, "Good job, we'll give you some shit," like yeah, you wanted we're, to, we're gonna make you wanted you... to see the CP three O again. Here you go. We'll fella. show you it. Yeah, but totally. This is a movie that fucking leans on the fanboys of Power Rangers. It leans on them. It expects the fanboys to like it just because it's on the screen not because it has any super references or like it 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 relies on the fact that people are still power rangers fans yeah and it's it's funny like i I agree with you but i almost think they almost didn't do that enough like as if if i was an actual like like, say power rangers was my fucking favorite thing i think i'd be let down about this because there's not a lot of actual power rangers stuff to go in like the things yeah the the things things you like about power rangers are the suits and yeah exactly and and the things i like about it are like 
I, when I'm talking about the positives, I'm saying about the goofy nature. I'm breaking down the themes of Power Rangers, which yeah. no Power Rangers fan should have to do. You should just say like, oh, I remember that. I like that. That's cool still to me. Yeah. And it's like they played the Go Go Power Rangers theme for like two seconds. I remember being in the theater it being seems, like, fuck yeah. It seems super cut. But then also. It, yeah, it ends quickly and it never comes back. Yeah. It's like, and it's not even during a very, uh, it's not even during the climax. It's like during one it's, of the training scenes. It's well, it's like pre-climax, isn't it? Because they like. Yeah, it's not even during the climax. It's like it's yeah. before it, like some portion before they it. They just hop in their zords for a minute and then it's like plays for a second yeah. and next thing you know, it's gone. And like it's, I mean, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I could say that the first half of the film I think I generally enjoy. And I think you, it's it, it's a little more frustrating to watch it again now because during the first half you can kind of see it going in a good direction. You're like, oh, well, fuck, this could be an entertaining uh Denouement. A lot, of, a lot of cool stuff could be happening yeah, in the end. Not that it's going to be the fucking next, you know, good no, fellas or but something. But you should like never that, expect that from Power Rangers. Yeah. Like, and even like. Uh, but it's entertaining. You're right. It's going in the right direction. It goes in the right direction. I think it's just. Like, I think they just try too hard to develop these characters. And it, it's weird. I mean, like, it's kind of hypocritical because you could probably find another episode of us saying, hey, they didn't, didn't develop, develop them enough. Exactly. But you got to find that balance in a lot of ways. Well, yeah. yeah like you said, the it's the sum of all parts. Yeah. Right? And these are parts of telling a story, character development and proper climax and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And I mean, you can, you can say, like, oh, I liked the character development in this movie because it stood out to you. But that doesn't necessarily mean there was more character development than there were, you know, visual It aspects. just means that it was done well. Exactly. And yeah. I think, you know, we both agree that, that I would say overall, in general, throughout the entire film, the character development is really strong. For uh, yeah. Power Rangers... You know, it, it does a pretty good job of it. They, they make us to care for these characters, for sure. Yeah, like Zach. Absolutely. I remember not fucking even remembering Zach in the first time we watched it. Now, does Zach might be my favorite character. Dude, Zach's <laughs> a hard bro. I mean, chakra bra, but, we were know. We were saying that, like, in a lot of films, you see, uh, like, their typical comedic relief, like, dumb guy. Yeah. Who's just like dumb and like unrealistically dumb? I think Zach's a realistic dumb guy. You think he's realistic dumb? Because like I, feel I think like it pushes the limits at some point. True. Okay, maybe not like hella but realistic, but I, like I get you. It's kind yeah. of that guy who's like a little cocky for no reason and like just thinks he's like a cool dude and like doesn't really get the hint ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, actually, do you know what that separates it for me is like that guy, that dumb guy who doesn't get it ever in real life or in other movies or in comic relief. I feel like also isn't the same character that is taking care of his dying mom and not going to school and skipping class and hanging out at the weird mine. Well, you, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like those two characters don't that being said, have you Mix. ever seen a well a well developed dumb guy character? Maybe this is the first one. It's true. Is man. this the first one? Usually nobody develops the dumb guy character. Powering uh, Usually it's a flat line, here he is. My boy dumb. Dean Israelite went the extra mile to do that. Dean Israelite. Yeah, what else has this guy done? <coughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about this in the first step, but I'm just curious right now. I feel like not much else. Oh, he did Project Almanac. That's not a good movie. That's that movie. It's like a like another like. Was that a chronicle ripoff? It's yeah, actually it is kind of chronicle ripoff totally, and it's like a found footage kind of style film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, looking back at it, I'm pretty sure. Oh fuck! I forgot to bring this up. I hate in this movie the stupid like twisted camera angle for no goddamn <laughs> yeah. reason. It's always on a weird side frame, and it makes no goddamn sense. It looks so bad. The opening scene, or one of the opening scenes, of, like of the school, it looks like the same opening scene to Twilight. Like actually, I'm pretty sure it's the same fucking like <laughs> tilted frame. Tilt the camera for no fucking reason. It looks so fucking dumb. Like, uh, is that supposed to look edgy or like distract you from things that are boring on the screen? I don't get it. Like. God damn it, I don't I know. Uh, just, just, just a pet peeve from the Difference on the way to stick out, I have no idea. 
Yeah, I should really get a hold of Dean Israelite and ask him his reasoning for that. I think maybe I could have some insight. Wait, there, D- really. Dean Israelite is uh, our boy Zach, or is he the director? He's the director, sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> our boy Zach was played by... I got that uh, mixed up. I can bring that up. Ludi... Ludi Lin, I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly, but Ludi Lin, he's going to be an Aquaman, so that's cool. Remember Aquaman, the hit DC film that's coming out? Nice. I'm so excited for that new DC film. I guess like it kind of makes sense. Like To put Power Rangers out now in this day and age, looking back at it, it actually makes sense. Like, like to make to Power make it right now. Yeah. now. Yeah, it's like a superhero. Because, movie. yeah, it's a superhero. Yeah, I get you. Do you think they did it in hopes that the universe would take off? I also, definitely think so, yeah. Uh, and since you have it pulled up, how did this movie do at the box office? I'm, I'm. Well, I mean, it's according to Wiki, the good old Wikipedia. It's being labeled as a box office disappointment. It kind of depends how you look at it, though, because it had a hundred million dollar budget but made 140 at the box office. So that means there's probably a, was a lot of marketing going into it that basically didn't make its money right. back off the marketing. So barely broke even if they broke even at all. It probably it probably broke even on production, but marketing it probably lost money is right. my guess. Um, which, I mean, kind of makes sense. Like, to me, it's like a Power Rangers film. is You basically make a Power Rangers movie so you can sell toys as far as I'm concerned. So you're trying yeah. to market the fuck out of it you're, so people are... You're trying to get this to buy. kids yeah. and parents and stuff like that. Uh, it's 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 a weird one, though, because... Well, it just didn't grab hold of the kids of today, I guess. They're too, and they wanted to go see Iron Man 7. Well, probably, instead. but I, I think I think they almost needed to market the film to a younger, slightly younger crowd, to be honest. They're trying to go for, like, the 14 or, like, 13 to 15 crowd, where they probably should be trying to go for, like, that 10 eight to 12. To 10, yeah. Or, yeah, or 8 even, like... Because... Those are the kids well, that are gonna go see this shit and buy the toy. No, like honestly, even if I saw this when I was fourteen, I'd probably enjoy it, but I probably wasn't gonna like follow Power Rangers from it. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, when you're fourteen, you're not buying fucking toys from anything really. But like, no disrespect if you do, guys. Yeah, we're not throwing shade at you. We're like, just saying the vast majority. When we were fourteen, don't. we spent like probably a thousand dollars on Yu-Gi-Oh cards within a year. More. So we really yeah, can't even put more. too much shade on that. I'm, I'm I'm throwing no shade at it. I'm just saying, generally speaking, right? Like the most average kid pe- is out of most, toys. yeah. Most fourteen-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. kids are, you know, they're they're they just want to fit in with their friends. They're not even thinking about buying a fucking Power Rangers do- toy. That's Whereas true. when you're eight, you're like, fuck yeah, Power Rangers, fuck. Like you know, I I guess I could see like young kids maybe thinking Power Rangers is like. They're trying to make it seem cooler to like a wider, like they're trying to go for that wide audience. And so I could even see like when you're younger, you want to like things that older people like. Yeah. So I could see it, they're, them trying to spin it in a way where it's like, well, the young kids are going to want to like it because the older kids like it. And every, then everyone likes it. I don't even think that they thought about it this far. See, I should get into marketing. I should get into film marketing maybe. <sighs> Guys, hit me up. if Dean Israelite, if you ever want to <laughs> get some tips and tricks, I can really help you out that way. You, you got a film that needs to get out there? God's got you on that Your one. boy. <laughs> um, I guess the only other thing maybe we should bring up that we already brought up for sure in the first half was um, the Krispy Kreme shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, product play. <laughs> Placement is actually out of fucking control. On my first viewing, I don't remember, well, everything in this. The I want to call it the second half, but realistically, it's, it's like the movie's 90% done. It's like the last t- 10% of the movie. Yeah, pretty much. That's true. So that last 10% of the movie, which spoils. It's a shit show. It, oh, man. It's the rotten egg in the basket that spoils the bunch. You yeah, know it saying? does. And the, the product placement, honestly, like in all honesty, I think... I think it's fucking amazing. It's like we have to go to the, we have to go to stop Rita Repulsa. She's going to Krispy Kreme. It's so Where is she again? 
Krispy Kreme. It's so blatant. It's like beyond me. Like I can't even yeah. fully process it. And for, and for that reason, I fucking love it. I think it's amazing. <laughs> like they had the balls to literally take out lines from the film to promote Krispy Kreme. They that is fucking, fucking amazing. Slapped Krispy Kreme. When you hear the villain Rita Repulsa Krispy talking about Krispy Kreme, I'm all about I'm all about her sitting down and eating that fucking donut. That's one oh of yeah. the best things I've she seen. She sits year. down inside the fucking Krispy Kreme and eats a Krispy Kreme donut and she looks like she's enjoying it. And oh my god, it just wasted ten seconds of her time to show us yeah, that. Yeah, and like the more I think about it, I think even the, the villain, kind of a shitty villain, but all in all, they built her up to seem cool enough, you know? Like And they, then they killed her with yeah. advertising. Oh, they killed her with advertising. Also, the way she dies is hilarious, too. He's, he, she's slapped into the stratosphere and is frozen by the by the, by, by being yeah, in space. Yeah, she's literally flicked into <laughs> space. How it's fucking like, silly oh, is that? It's like, okay. Oh. You flicked her into space. You spent an hour and a half building the characters and a bunch of other time getting into zords and metamorphing and all this other fucking garbage and we fight a big gold giant who's tougher than Rita. We just flick her into space. I love that Give shit. me a break. Like little things like that make me really like this movie. Okay, well that that is, I gotta give it, that is a Power so Rangers thing. It's so dumb. It's weird, right? Because like those kind of things, if they had more of an act, I'd probably that like the cheesy, a lot. Okay, well... Let's get back to the origin of Power Rangers for two shakes because Power Rangers was a Japanese shot or uh, yeah, yeah, was a completely it? Japanese uh, produced show called then, Super Sentai. And then we and then somebody dubbed it and released it here, right? Yeah, they, they just took the, the Power Rangers. they just took the action scenes and like the Zord scenes and just like hired uh, like North American speaking actors and uh, yeah. reshot it, we just repackaged it basically. Yeah, so they repackaged an already made Japanese television show. So it, it was it was corn. It's been corny since the beginning. Well, yeah, because it was it was like a show I think that came out in like the early '80s and that was repackaged for the early '90s. So it was immediately yeah. dated. Like yeah. <laughs> it was like there was no going back on that. But like that's the charm of the show. Like whether you're watching it when you were a kid or going back to it, like that that's its charm. That's what it has going right. for itself. And I I mean I don't really I don't see it in its current reincarnation or whatever the fuck the new show is, but I would like to think it probably still holds true to that. Like, it's, it's an action show made for kids that can't be terribly violent. So at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do with it. Yeah, bing, bang, boom. Large, there, you know what I've noticed in Power Rangers? They always have large explosions. There's lots of fucking yeah. fire going on. <laughs> the sound in this movie is pretty terrible, too. It's just like a Stranger Things ripoff the whole time. Oh yeah, the the electronic song that they insert into about halfway through the movie is very very noticeable. Yeah, and that kind of I didn't notice. It doesn't that much really the first time. mesh in. It's just it sticks out. I think it's. Thumb, I don't know. I think I mentioned, I mentioned this too when we were talking while we were watching the film that it's just a it's a film that's so of its own time, but that it's to its own detriment. Or they're just yeah. trying to be like hip and edgy and include all these different. Um, aspects of popular culture right now but they just kind of fall flat yeah, I, yeah it's as if your fucking grandpa was trying to get hip on the rave yeah happening tonight it's kind of weird and a lot of it works but a lot of it doesn't and most of it doesn't near the end which is too bad because the thing about this is like it's so fucking dumb and it's so stupid but then as soon as i see that fucking end credit scene with tommy oliver i'm like fucking your sequel please i want to see what happens <laughs> yeah it's because the fanboys right that's me man the like, fanboy I, I, I'll, 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 which is fine i'll like, fully disclose that like you know? they fed the fanboys but my problem is they didn't fucking they kind of rewarded you at the end for and saying yeah. like oh look out maybe the green ranger will show up 
He might not, actually. This is he might not fucking make, not, gonna make actually. make that much money. We might not be getting a sequel. So... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think... I think I was looking a little... I was looking forward to this episode just because, like, we were trying to think back to Power Rangers. Like, first time we saw it, we were like, it was pretty good, but, like, was it? Like, like it, was, it was so hazy in our memories. We were like, let's peep game on this again. It just came out on DVD, by the way. So, like, if you guys want to watch it, there you can. So... That's why we wanted to put this episode out, and I don't know, this has been a weird one to a degree, but I will always say that I had more fun watching this again than pa- Passengers, I'll say that. Okay, I'll agree to that. We don't usually give ratings for, uh, off, like, TSV episodes, so I'm not going to, like, letterbox this one. I don't think it's worth it. It's not worth letterboxing, but I'll just say it's better to watch a second time than Passengers, that's what I'll say. Right, that's, yeah, that that's should give you enough, enough... Well, okay, I, I'm going to say I don't recommend the movie unless you're a fan. Can that seems that pretty way? fair. I think that's a really yeah. fair unless way Unless you're a Power Rangers it. fan, then I don't recommend it. I'll, I'll agree with you, and then also just put the caveat that if you're of the age of 6 to 12, you can Maybe watch it. Maybe give Power Rangers You can try. give it a shot. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Any, any closing notes you want to point on this one? Any last thoughts? I don't thoughts? think there's uh, anything major to pull out. Oh, uh... A couple really quick things. Um, first of all, the Yellow Ranger is no longer Asian, which is nice to see. The White Ranger is actually just non-existent in this movie. We have no um, White Ranger in this film. Or green. The, the Green Ranger becomes the White Ranger, by the way. Right. Yeah, so right. Just, that's a fun fact for you. So, yeah. So, Power Rangers getting yeah. a little bit more diverse. Uh, changed up. It's been criti- crushing it was, uh, gender roles and it, all that good Well, stuff. It, was, it was always criticized heavily for, you know, it's... Blatant racism. It's blatant racism, and they changed it up, and even to, you know, forcify these ideas, they put in a lot of, like, different aspects of these characters they don't see in a lot of films, especially teen yeah. films. So, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. That's fine. That's cool. I can get into that. Um, and it, they do bring it up in the dialogue. It's definitely something that they tried to crush, which is good. And I also don't think it's distracting either. They don't, like, ham fist it to you a lot, to no, be completely it, honest. It doesn't feel and like... this is the kind of movie that they normally fucking would, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. They, like, shove it in your face, they like, hey, we're progressive. Yeah. And it's, it's more like, it feels natural, honestly. It's it's fine. Yeah. I, I, I feel like the Power Rangers guys were like, oh, we didn't realize we were racist before. Oh, I guess we'll just make sure we aren't this time. It Should was, be good. Honestly, it was the early 90s. It was a different time. Things were different back then. Also, you're totally right. Uh, Vin Staples is on this official soundtrack. That's yeah. tight. Uh, kind of. <laughs> well, they bleeped out the entire song because it's all fucking swears. But they still put him on the soundtrack. It's kind of funny. Kind of that's probably Vin Staples' only soundtrack. <laughs> Maybe not. I can't. I, not for sure. But if it is, that's hilarious. So what's our boy Earl in this movie? What's his, uh, his actual name? Because uh, I love him. I think he's great. Oh, uh, R.J. Kyler. Yeah, that guy's tight. R.J. Kyler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's Shout dope. out to our Meet Earl and Dying Girl uh, podcast episode from a while back. You can peep you on that. Um, we love this guy. I'm pretty sure we mostly talked about him in this first half, to be honest, because we just fucking love the guy. And he's great, he's, honestly. He really is. He does. He puts on a good performance. So much Except when he gets in that fucking stupid Zorb. They're all bad, though. Like he, he, I feel like he did the best he was with what he was given. Yeah. My <laughs> conditions um, were rough. I get it. Yeah, I guess maybe we'll end it here, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Second Viewing Podcast, talking about Power Rangers here. If you want to hear more from us, please stay tuned because there's so much good shit coming out right now under the Second Viewing. As you may already know, we just launched a new show called Your Ass is Degrassi, and those episodes are coming to you every Friday, so please stay tuned for that. And along with the Second Viewing Podcast coming out Mondays, we're having our off-the-cuff segment coming out every second Monday, basically, just alternating with the yeah. Monday releases with the TSV podcast. So stay tuned for that. They'll be coming out on SoundCloud and the YouTube channel and iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, all that shit. Hit us up on Patreon if you like us that much. Yeah, um, hit, hit us up. 
Give us a little tip, a little, a little, little pat on the back. A little tip. Um, social media, too. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. Uh, also, we mentioned a million times, Letterboxd. We're on there, too. Letterboxd.com slash TSV. game on the movies that uh, we watch and review oh, and regularly. I will, I will honestly just say, um, I don't normally do this, but definitely go watch uh, Baby Driver and support Baby Driver because that's a really fucking good movie. That, that is a sick movie. Is, uh, is an original idea and it was put together by people who love film and people who want to make good film and the best way to support that is to go and buy a ticket to that film and go see it because that way we'll have 100%. more good movies like that. Um, well, maybe we'll end it on that note. Good note. Thank you so much. As always, I'm Kyle. I'm Dan. We'll see you guys next week.